Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, Nintendo's newest console has leaked. Uh, this is detailed over on Reset Era by a well-known hackerman, well-known leaker man. Uh, called, I'm going to call him Series M, but it might be Skyers M. Um, and apparently okay. he's well-known in the industry for leaking all sorts of different patterns and different things in regards to different consoles. Um, and his, his latest find is the Nintendo Ola, or at least what he's uh, or it's being referred to as the Ola. Um, and this was, yeah, data mined and detailed over on Reset Era, um, which is kind of interesting because one of the biggest things for this is that it will support 4K resolution when it's, you know, when it's docked onto a TV. Um, and it'll yeah. have an OLED, um, an OLED screen when you're playing handheld. Um, and it made me think of an older quote from uh, Sir Contoto, who was one of the games analysts talking to gamesindustry.biz. Um, about the way that Nintendo could go in 2021. Um, and he was also the guy that initially predicted the Pro this time last year, and obviously it didn't come mm-hmm. true last year. Um, so he was addressing that, and he said, like, well, look, like, obviously it didn't happen, but I totally think it's going to happen. Um, and he was saying that he um, predicts for 2021 a beefed-up 4K device uh, coming to Nintendo's next financial year and said that the Switch is just a word. So if they're going with something, the Ola seems like a weird name for it, but, you know, whatever. Um, but either way, you've got a 4K-capable, uh, when docked, Switch, um, an OLED screen, apparently it also has substantially better cooling and better battery life um, yeah. so the overall comparison that um, Sires M makes at the end is between the PS4 Pro and the PS4 or between the, something like the DSi to the DS um, mm-hmm. what's your thoughts on the way that they're taking this sort of half step switch well Scott Tailford I, I need it and I need it right now <laughs> to be honest every single time this thing gets apparently leaked or it's rumoured to be revealed you know this year I'm sure we did a few videos on it in 2020 Sounds like, like I, just, yeah. I, ju- I just want it I want it in my house because I love the Switch. I love it handheld, I love it docked, and I never thought I'd be one of those gamers who actually plays handhelds because I could never get into them. For as good as the PSP was, I could never get into it, I could never get into the DS, 3DS, or anything like that, but the Switch completely changed my life around, and I think it was the hybrid nature. And the fact that the games looked so good, whether you were playing them on the Mm. big TV, or whether you were playing them um, handheld, because I think, you know, Nintendo has always been a testament to art design more or less trumping anything else like if you have really strong art direction it doesn't matter if you don't have like the graphical prowess to back it because you can make something that looks beautiful that said Mm -hmm. i just want a switch that runs a 4k scott tilford especially because now (laughs) we've got the new consoles a lot of us are getting 4k tvs you know we want to experience uh, the crispest crispest 
versions of these games possible. And I think mm. when it comes to whether or not it should be a half step or a brand new console, I think a half step makes sense just because of how well the Switch is doing. Like it had one of its best years, if not the best year it's ever had in 2020. Like this thing has legs. This thing is going to stick around for a long time. The games are still mm. coming. People are still buying it. There's no reason to retire it fully now and to move on to something completely fresh, like a, a refresh for my money would keep it relevant and keep it um, updated now that we have the proper next-gen consoles from Microsoft and Sony. The thing that's like really interesting, though, is that if they're ditching the Switch name, like that's the thing that's everywhere that everybody knows. Like You don't even have to say Nintendo Switch. It's yeah. referred to easily as, you know, the Switch is selling well, or I'm getting a new Switch, or I'm, I'm getting someone a Switch for Christmas, or whatever. Like If they pivot away from that into trying to do like a pro version of it, but it's called something completely different. Also, it's it literally is a Switch. You switch between docked and handheld. <laughs> so they're they going to go with that other sort of route. Then I wonder how much this is them. If they, if they do go with a different name, how much this is them sort of reclaiming the home console market like head on because they did yeah. discontinue the 3ds and then they brought out the switch Lite, which was sort of saying like hey we can sort of let the switch continue sort of taking up the market share of the handheld uh, market and then in this case they could do this big sort of you know 4k flashier version of a nintendo home console and let that sort of be you know the one like the, the home console nintendo system that they haven't really had they haven't really dominated mm -hmm. like you know the sort of the bedrooms the living room spaces um i mean i guess the wii kind of but not with the games outside of like wii sports so i kind of wonder if that's just territory that they've sort of got an eye on going like people want nintendo franchises in their living rooms and they want to play them at 4k probably i mean i do think there is a real hunger for that because like you said you know like the wii was probably the last console to do that apart from the switch but even the switch has this cross appeal when it comes to mm. like the naming conventions like you said Part of me thinks that they just don't want to repeat the Wii U's mistakes because nobody knew what God, that yeah. thing was. It completely tanked. And people, you know, mainstream casual players had no idea mm. whether it was a brand new console, whether it was some kind of add-on. It was this kind of like <laughs> weird next-gen console that existed yet didn't exist. And I wonder whether they've mm. learned a bit of a lesson from that and realized that people know what the Switch is. They don't need to have it called Switch Pro or Switch whatever. Mm -hmm. Like they can call it something else. But it's you've got the identifiable branding, you've got like the look of the console. I presume it'll look very similar to what we've got right now. And that will mm. probably be enough and hopefully be enough to avoid any kind of needless confusion about what they're doing or where they're going next. Do you think that, because um, obviously like you, you sort of pass out like the way that Sony are approaching the current generation, the way that Microsoft are approaching it, or Xbox are approaching it. And Xbox's thing is put any old, any old game in and we'll auto <laughs> up res it, auto HD, auto HDR, you know, we'll up res the resolution, we'll do all this fancy stuff. Nintendo, like, I don't think they will do that stuff, but they do have mm -hmm. such a legacy and they do have the Nintendo Switch Online Pass and everything. And there's also, for the longest time, there's been the rumor that they're going to add Game Boy Advance games to that. You know, you'd be able to go and play like Minish Cap on your Switch and something. And the idea of Minish Cap in 4K might be the sweetest thing ever, but <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know if I trust them to sort of do the retroactive, you know, your entire library is upgraded. Nintendo yeah. seem more like a company that would just sell you the 4K version, the Ola version or whatever of the latest yeah. uh, game. Like, do you see them going down more of the Sony route or the uh, the Xbox route in regards to sort of like rewarding your loyalty so far? Well, well, Scott Telford, I learned a long mm. time ago to not make any guesses when it comes to Nintendo and how they treat their legacy <laughs> library because sometimes they do it really well and they justify, you know, bringing back all the games or re or upgrading all the games or whatever. And sometimes they mm. just kind of drop the ball like they did, in my opinion, with the Switch because they have such a great library of games and yet mm. you have a handful of older Nintendo titles that work on the Switch. It's not like the virtual console of the Wii or the Wii U or whatever. You know what I mean? 
it's not that mm -hmm. level and they always seem to go back and forward on whether they want to make their history as accessible as possible or whether they want to keep it as restricted as possible and sell you everything they like want they to recently did with that's yeah thing. they want to monetize it like super mario the anniversary edition that came out 3d all-stars or whatever like mm -hmm. the the way that thing was rolled out should have been a huge controversy in my opinion like the fact that they yes. put an arbitrary time limit on it is just crazy and you know you could also argue that they didn't do a very good job porting those games mm -hmm. over anyway they could have added more or refined a few things or you know added a few upgrades mm -hmm. to them and so when it comes to that i i can imagine them shipping this new console and then suddenly you've got a brand new version of the legend of zelda breath of the wild 4k edition that's going to cost you another 50 quid or maybe we'll be bundled <laughs> in with breath of the wild 2 or something like that like to me mm. you know as much as i do like nintendo they have a bad history with kind of oh yeah sell, selling you their past library again and again for arbitrary kind of reasons it's so weird because they they come across as the most friendly, charming, you know, like lovable Pixar of gaming company. But then when you start digging into their like business policies and the different ways that they've handled, even things like when you know YouTube blew up and they just started copyright claiming everybody, and it was like, no, yeah. we're trying to cover your games. Like the, some of them in, in our literal case, we were trying to cover uh, Pokemon. It was uh, Sun and Moon, and they just copyright struck it. And it's like you gave mm -hmm. us this to review. What the hell yeah. are you doing? <laughs> um, and they managed to like walk that back, and they've changed their policy. But Nintendo have been all over the place uh, behind the scenes in regards to, like I said, business mandates and making sure that they're monetizing stuff as much as possible. Um, 2021 though, um, as, I'm as, as you were mentioning this stuff about like, the way that they handle the anniversary collection, this year, 2021, has so many big anniversaries for their products um, yep. and IP, like Donkey Kong and Metroid and Zelda are all this year, um, which makes me think that they could do, you know, like anniversary packages of some of those games, like Donkey Kong Country or, you know, like Link to the Past. You could do a whole Zelda collection in 4K, like on the new system, and that would sell ridiculously well. Like, I know we we already own seven yeah. versions of those games anyway but well, not in 4k so well yeah. scott the thing is like i i don't personally i don't and i would pay <laughs> for them again you know what I mean? because I'm, well yeah i'm, I'm switching online sorry but there are a lot of mm. nintendo games because you know this is my first dedicated console that i haven't just borrowed from friends when i was younger you know what i mean <laughs> oh i did on the switch right. i didn't on the switch did on the wii actually sorry um, but like this is the first time like someone like me would get to experience a lot of these games and to be honest mm. you know for as much as I can sit here and say that it's a bad thing to do like if that's the only way I can easily access these games I'm gonna mm. pay it because they are good they have such a reputation <laughs> and I want to experience them in 4k or whatever on this new system so in a way that's bad and in a way it's good that at least I get to experience it in some form I don't know man they're such mm. a strange company because like you said the games they make and the approach that they've had is in a lot of ways ugh, gamer friendly in terms of the content but also in mm. terms of their business practices like they managed to fly under the radar despite doing some really kind of oh, strange yeah. and obtrusive um you know things to people who either cover games and the people who actually just are just fans and buy the games you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah they've got like it every nintendo fan over time knows this like and, and they it wax and wanes on how much they take advantage of that relationship like they make some of the best games of all time but they're also you're also boxed into a very specific um tunnel or whatever some sort of boxed tunnel if you want to try and cover them or talk about them or um you know yeah. interface with the way that their like business works like you said it's just yeah 
uh, it's a very specific way of doing things. The sad reality is that if they keep, if they do release these games again, I'll snap them up. Every Nintendo fan will snap them <laughs> up. You might play Ocarina of Time in 4K for the first time, and that will be something glorious. It will. And yeah. so, yeah, all that stuff is going to roll out the exact way that it sounds like it will. But hopefully, on the hardware side, you know, they can just do the sort of the new bare minimum for the next gen and just make everything run in 4K, make it run nice and smoothly um, alongside, you know, the, the PS5, the Xbox Series consoles. Um, so, yes, let us know what you think down in the comments below of the potential new version of the Switch slash Ola and what you would want from a next half-step Nintendo system. Uh, for now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.